Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Christopher Sieghai. Christopher Sieghai has a diverse professional background spanning various companies and roles. As a co-founder of Kite X Tech, Christopher focuses on the mechanical and design aspects of super lightweight mobile wind turbines. His pivotal role at Kite X Tech involved developing an efficient and easily installable tethered wind turbine design, surpassing the capabilities of traditional turbines. Before Kite X Tech, Christopher was co-founder and chief technology officer at Canary until 2021. Well, good afternoon, Chris. Welcome to the show. Thanks. Awesome, Chris. I appreciate you jumping on a podcast with me. Again, it's early in the morning here but you're hailing out of the great country of Denmark. Love to traverse the world doing these podcasts. So again, welcome. Thanks, Brian. You bet. Chris, let's jump right into the questions here. Want to get your story out there. You've got quite the career as an engineer, a serial entrepreneur, CTO, and now the co-founder of Kite X Tech. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? I don't know if there's a particular secret to it. I think I have just been one of the people you can call it lucky or, yeah, I don't know, fortunate enough to find sort of things that have really interested me and then had the educational background to pursue those adventures, I would say. It's when when your hobbies meets your career, then it just gets so motivating and, yeah, fun to work with, with the stuff here at what we're doing at Kydex, so... That's my inspiration is, is in kite surfing. I'm a kite surfer. And, and then it's, what can you say? You can call it, it's, it's, uh, it's the thing you are thinking a lot about wind power. And I've always been fond of uh, renewable energy and just sustainability in general. The inspiration really comes from my childhood growing up with a sustainable parents building their own house from recycled materials and then to going to engineering school and thinking about how can we you are getting a little bit trained in how to make things more efficient, but also the green movement that we have at the moment. How can we make the world a better place with greener power? So that's my mission and inspiration, I would say. It's awesome. And I know you like to really, as an engineer, dive into some of these things to understand how things work. And really, you have a purpose. How do we make the world better? And so that drives you forward and love some of the stuff that you're doing as far as innovation. So thank you. Chris, you're currently turning the costly traditional wind turbine on its head with your lightweight and mobile design. What made you design something more innovative? So the inspiration really comes from the kite surfing. I don't know if you have seen kite surfing before, Brian, if you've tried it. Yeah, I've seen it a lot. I've not tried it. (laughs) Yeah. So you're seeing these kites up in the air, flying about on the water. And what enables this is the lines, basically. So you have these, they're called the Dyneema lines, and they're made from a plastic fiber, actually. But this fiber is eight times stronger than steel. So it's just amazing that people can fly around in the air. And it was similar what what Kydex initially set out to do. The first thing Kydex was doing was making flying wind turbines. And that proved to be a little bit too hard for us. It's a tricky problem to to have something up there in the air flying around in all the uh, edge cases, landing, taking off, all of this stuff. And so we said, what can we do with our technology or the knowledge that we have? We are really good at building lightweight structures. The lines here, that is the key to our technology. So we anchor the forces from the wind turbine in the ground. So we're just using earth, you can say ground itself as the anchoring. We take some big screws, steel screws that you drive into the ground, and then you put a line on that. And then we have guidelines like you have in a tent or whatever. And then we have built the rotor 
also around the line. So the rotor is suspended by these ultra-strong and lightweight lines, which uh, all the forces are held by. So that means that we are saving around 90% of the materials compared to a traditional wind turbine, where you need concrete foundation, big steel tower, and yeah, that's inspiration for it. And just one more thing. I don't know if you have uh, gone to our website. It's kydex.tech. You can see how it looks. It looks also a little bit odd, our turbine, compared to traditional ones, as we have taken the tip of a rotor blade, and we're only using the tip of the rotor blade, and then we just have lines in the middle there. And that's, this is because a normal traditional turbine, that makes 80% of the energy is made by the last 20% of the tip. I really like this 80-20 rule. It just pops up everywhere in, in life, it seems. <laughs> but it's really it's similar with turbines. So the blades for a traditional wind turbine, all the root like down at the at the top of the tower, that's just there to support the tip of the blade. So if we can avoid all of that material cost and use guidelines into the ground, we can avoid all the concrete and all of this, then we can make the, the turbines 90% lighter. And that also means they're cheaper and much more greener. I mean, wind turbines are already a super clean green technology, but we can make it even cleaner with our technology. Yeah, that's really, really nice, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. And I appreciate that you're using, again, being innovative, turning this whole industry upside down, which is awesome, right? Because we know the current large wind turbines, like you said, take a lot of concrete, they're expensive. They obviously can kill wildlife, birds, etc. What we like about your platform is its innovation. I did go to your website. It's pretty cool to see how efficient your materials are and mm -hmm. how this works. So that's awesome. Thank you again. I appreciate diving into that for our audience. Chris, can you briefly walk through the development process of going from flying wind turbines to super lightweight ones? Yeah, sure. So the thing is, we actually had a flying wind turbine prototype but needed more funding to pursue it. And Google, they also had a big project like this. They shut it down. We needed more funding. Okay, the space was not that great at that time. So we transitioned and said, oh, can we do a lightweight structure that actually has a purpose in life? And this is where our wind catcher comes in at the moment. So we are targeting campers, people living really remote or setting up a camp for we got two uh, people generally, it's a portable lightweight structure at the moment. And that's sort of the initial market. We said, what is the turbine that we can make that is impactful, but still is small enough for us to be able to make it in a time span that was not 20 years, right? Because that's not really the, <laughs> I don't think we could have found anybody who wanted to support us in 20 years, just developing turbines. So we started small just like the traditional big turbines. And uh, we are 50 years behind the traditional ones, but we are, I would say we are catching up. And our next step is to make it a little bit larger so we can supply a household. Now everybody needs uh, electric cars and uh, heat pumps. This is, uh, this is how we transition away from fossil fuels as a society in general. And that's the next size turbine, I would say. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. And again, kitex.tech is the website to go to see all this stuff, which is awesome. And I've checked it out. Chris, last question of the day. We are a technology platform and publication podcast. So we like to get into a little bit of tech. And I know you talked about tech from a mechanical standpoint, but you're obviously leveraging some of this newer and emerging technologies in your tech stack. Is there anything mm -hmm. you might be able to share with us today? Yeah, sure. Often I would say that we are replacing steel and concrete with, with control system software, right? And sensors and stuff like this. So I often like to say that our turbine technology is this kind of say unholy trinity between a drone, 
and a wind turbine and a 3D printer. We are using technologies. We are using 3D printing technology for the manufacturing, first of all. But a lot of the technology that are from these, you see in these fields, we are applying those to the turbine. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes in custom hardware that is, of course, running custom software on them. So the tech stack is, I would say, one thing is the mechanical thing. The other thing is running a control loops at 200 hertz and collecting acceleration data and, and talks and all of this from the generator. So there's a lot going on behind it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. I appreciate you sharing that. That's awesome. And we have a broad range in our audience of different backgrounds, and we just love to hear just about everything around tech, whether, again, mm -hmm. mechanical or information technology. So I appreciate the share. Chris, it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for that. Bye for now. Bye.